Welcome to another episode of Aliyah Money Talks. I'm thrilled to be discussing a uh, topic that many Olim are, are concerned about, they find challenging to understand, which is the whole concept of mortgage system in Israel and how, how mortgages work here. So today I'm really excited to be joined by Yoni Hyman. Yoni Hyman's a private mortgage consultant with loads of experience working with Olim. Uh, Yoni, why don't you start us off and tell us about yourself and your, your work. Um, okay, so first of all, thank you for having me. Um, so yeah, so my name is Yoni Hyman. I've been a mortgage consultant for over six years now. Helped over 2,000 clients the past six years, many of them being Olim Khadashim from all over, if it's Australia and America and Canada and Europe um, and so on, England a lot. Um, and I really have clients about the whole mortgage process. Um, I have a bachelor's in statistics uh, from Hebrew U. I have a master's in business with an emphasis on real estate finance, also from Hebrew U. And for the past six years, I've been helping Olim, I've been helping um, clients um, get mortgages, obviously negotiating all the rates, bureaucracy, documents, everything has to be taken care of and they have their mortgage in order to ensure they get the best rates. The best terms obviously help them throughout the whole um, finance pro- process of purchasing a house here in Israel. Great. So let's, let's jump into it and kind of, uh, you know, break this down. Um, if somebody is getting into the real estate market, they're, they're ready to either make a real estate investment, they're looking to purchase their first home. Um, what, what is kind of the process for getting pre-approval? So you can have an understanding from, from the bank, uh, from different banks, what mortgage you can expect, what eligibility you have, uh, and, 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 you know, kind of walks through that process. Yeah, absolutely. So what happens is when a young couple wants to buy a house or a younger, older couple wants to buy a house for the first time. So the minimum down payment they need is at least, assuming they're an Israeli citizen, at least 25%. That's a bit, that's a bare minimum. And then the banks have to make sure that um, they're financially stable enough to approve a mortgage. So banks want to see their income, um, if they have any debt, any loans, um, their bank their bank statements, and so on. So basically, as a mortgage consultant, I'm going to ask the clients for a photo of two dots of um, bank statements, pay slips, that's Rats So there's a few documents I need for Rats for self-employment and so on. And then based on those documents, I could submit a request to the bank to approve the financing for the specific apartment they want to buy. Okay. And then after that financing is approved, um, then we can move forward and um, give an offer and move forward with the deal, depending on the deal, depending on the financing, and we can move forward with the actual um, purchase of the deal itself. Got it. So let's say they're coming into the process and they, they're, not, they're not really sure what property they want to buy. Uh, they're, they just started looking, they're talking to brokers, you know, is there a way to get some sort of basic, uh, baseline of what, of what they can expect as, you know, from the banks, what they're eligible for based on their income? Uh, you know, so they, they know what, what to be looking for, what's in their price range, uh, what's, what's in their budget. Yeah, absolutely. So basically what the banks want to see is that the monthly payment for the mortgage, the monthly payment they're gonna be paying for the mortgage is up to 40% of their combined net income. That's basically what the banks wanna see. So what we do is we look at the combined net income of both of um, the, the couple together. Um, we deduct if they have any loans, any debt, anything that they pay on a monthly basis towards other debt. They have any car loans, private loans, any other mortgages and so on. We deduct that from their um, combined net income. And then from that, we can allow them to pay up to 40% of their net income. So if, for example, we have a client that's making a couple that's making 20,000 shekels net a month and they have no debt, no loans whatsoever, 
So the maximum monthly payment they could afford is about eight thousand, is up to eight thousand shekels a month. Okay, some banks are a little more strict. Some banks, okay. some banks want to be at thirty, thirty-five percent, depending on the bank. Um, but the rule is up to forty percent. Um, and then based on those numbers, we could determine what type of mortgage they could get. So if a couple of companies say, and they say we have 500,000 shekels, we're looking to buy something for 1.7 million shekels, hypothetically, we need a 1.2 million shekel mortgage. So I'm going to go into their finances, understand what their income is. And then based on their income, I could determine after obviously approving the banks, um, if they can, um, get approved for a mortgage. And if a mortgage, what type of mortgage for how long and one monthly payment and so on. And then we could give them the green light to move forward and um, actually proceed with the actual purchase. Okay. And uh, let, you know, I understand the aspect as far as, as uh, the income, which is probably the biggest component, like you're saying, for determining, turning the mortgage. Let's say they're willing to put either a, a bigger down payment down. Um, could that, could that increase, you know, could that, is that a way to get more favorable rates? Uh, on the mortgage? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, what, one of the things one of the things the banks check is how much is called LTV, what LTV they're at. The lower the LTV, okay. the better rates we could get. So if we're at a 45, 50, 60, 70%, depending on the LTV, there's different brackets of different LTVs, loan to value, that we could take. If we go to a lower LTV bracket, a lower loan to value, we take a smaller mortgage according to the value of the house, so yes, that could definitely help us get a better rate and obviously a better mortgage um, for my clients. So one stuff we want to check is based on their income or based on their down payment, what type of loan to value they're at at that given time. And then based on we could also determine, um, potentially get a better rate, better terms and so on. And compare. Um, that's one of the yeah. stuff that determine the, the factors of the mortgage. Got it. So can you, can you kind of give us like a brief rundown of the different types of mortgage? I know that, you know, mortgages have layers and some are required and, and certain things like that, but can you give us like a breakdown of, of what are the different types of mortgages, uh, the basic types of mortgages in Israel? Yeah. So there, there's many, many, many different types of mortgages out there. There's fixed and fixed inflated and variables for long-term and short-term and, and prime and labor and a bunch of other stuff. The banks are very good at making very confusing. <laughs> um, basically, um, there's, we'll call it two different types of mortgages. These are a fixed mortgage or a variable mortgage. Okay. okay? Now there are regulations, how to structure the mortgage in terms of the actual structure, perhaps to be fixed, perhaps to be, I mean, there's different regulations we have to um, withstand when we take out a mortgage. But basically, either I can take a fixed variable mortgage um, I can take a mortgage up to 30 years, but I can't go over the age of 80 years old. So if let's say I have a client that are making, that are six years old, I can't take a 30 year mortgage. They only take a 20 year mortgage until they're 80 or 30 year, whatever short between the two. Um, and then um, obviously depend on the client, we structure a mortgage that's um, structured based on different components of the mortgage. So if the client's more on a risky side, we could take a more variable mortgage. On the variable side, there's variable based on the bond market and stock market and Israeli prime interest rate and the labor dollar euro exchange rate and so on. There's different different types of mortgages. Basically, my job is to really understand financially what's important for my clients and what their limitations, what they need to do in terms of the process. If it's, a, if it's an investment property, if it's something to live for the long term and so on, then I really structure them what I feel based on market is the best um, mortgage structure. And then I obviously send them simulations. We go through those numbers together, understand the risk versus reward and potentially what we're going into. 
Uh, we run a few different simulations, and once we have a final um, structure, final um, simulation, that I go and start negotiating the banks in order to really um, negotiate the best rates possible for my clients, and really help them throughout that as well. Perfect. So if we if we kind of drill down on that a little bit, what is, you know what if somebody came to you and said, "I'm very concerned about inflation. I'm very concerned that rates are going to keep rising, uh, and I kind of want to protect myself in in the event that that happens." What what are you know different things you can do to 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 compensate for that in the uh, in the mortgage plan? So number one, that type of plan would be a more on the fixed side of the of the, of the bracket. It will be of the more fixed mortgage. Um, the downside of a fixed okay. mortgage is we're paying a very high premium for a fixed rate. When the bank says here take a fixed rate, it doesn't say you take a fixed rate at two percent. Say you take a fixed rate, but I'm going to charge you like a fixed rate because there, me as a bank, I have no upside, which means I can't make any money in the, in the long term. So I'm going to charge you today a high rate for the for the fixed portion of the mortgage. That's number one. Number two, if you want to prepay the mortgage early by selling your house, refinancing, or so on, you might be exposed to a prepayment penalty. So understanding that we structure okay. a mortgage, and yes, I do have clients. I have many clients that rather be on a more fixed side of stuff. They'd rather pay a higher premium every month, and therefore paying higher rates. Understanding they're more exposed to a prepayment penalty, but they know they're locked in for the next 15, 20, 25 years with no expected um, surprises. Then again, there's savings, yeah. I don't mind taking a calculated risk because I can get better rates. I have the option to potentially prepay early if I decide to do so. Um, and then that's more on a variable side. And then most clients say, listen, I want a combination. I do want the fixed portion because the fixed is very important because due to the current situation in the market, especially what's going on the past year or two years. Yeah. Um, but then again, I don't want to get hit by ridiculously high rates. I do want the option to prepay early. So let's do a combination with partial variable. And Structure. also the variable part, we explained him inflated, not inflated, prime, labor, and so on. And then based on that, we structure a mortgage that gives them the best, um, I think, solution financially for what he's looking for. But yes, there are many clients, um, especially in the Olim Khadashim um, crowd, that are more um, um, nervous of the expected Risk -averse. Um, changes yeah. in the market. And therefore, they want a more oh, fixed mortgage, understand they're yeah. going to pay a higher premium. And there are exposed to different penalties in the future, but it gives them that, you know, um, that bitachon, um, that security, that no matter what happens in the market, at least they're locked in for that portion of the mortgage. For that rate. So, you know, you, you touched on the prepayment penalty a little bit, uh, and we talked about the actual payment, the, the, the you know, the, the, the main cost, which is going to be your monthly payment. What other additional costs should somebody factor in when when thinking about a mortgage in terms of insurance, in terms of things like that? Uh, you know, what else what else should they be thinking about? Okay, that's a good question. So number one, it's important to also say all the additional costs on the purchase. I'm talking about the purchase, not the mortgages itself, have to come out of pocket. So let's say hypothetically, if a client, if a couple wants to buy an apartment for two million shekels in I'll give you a big one right now, Carmegat. Okay, that's a lot of people are buying in Carmegat right now. It's a very, okay. um, a lot of yeah. people are buying Carmegat. Um, and they said, okay, they listened to our lecture. They said we put down 25%. All the additional costs, my fee, the consultant, um, the lawyer's fee, your fees, taxes, and so on, all have to come out of pocket. It's very important. We didn't say that before. So when they have 500,000 shekels, it's not okay. necessarily enough to buy a 2 million shekel apartment. They have to make sure they have at least 50, 60, 100,000 shekels, whatever it's going to cost. For the additional cost as well. It's very, very important because money has to come out of the mortgage. Right. In terms of mortgage itself, so yeah, there are a few additional costs. Um, we have life insurance and property insurance. That's two stuff the banks require, both life and property insurance. 
Um, and there are a few okay. small mortgage fees that is just send an appraiser and a notary and something called a Shamash Konot and a few other small fees that they require. Um, they cost a few hundred, a few thousand, but very minor fees that are add-ons to the actual mortgage itself because we have to do them in order to get, up, in order to get the mortgage. Get qualified. Yeah. By the way, saying so that, one more thing. What, you know, um, yeah. I'll just say one more yeah, thing. Please. If there's um, an older couple and they're 56, they're looking to buy something and they're required to do life insurance, that could be in a big cost. I mean, I have clients that are six, it could be, you know, five, six, seven, a thousand chocolate a month for life insurance. That's also a very, very big cost. And something has to be factored in as well. Okay. So obviously we can negotiate what? and maybe get a waiver, a partial waiver, something we could do in the banks. But um, the life insurance okay. something the banks potentially do require, obviously, unless we negotiate it. Um, it's going to be an additional cost. So if you're a young couple in your 20s, maybe 30s, it could be, you know, 50, 60, maybe 100 shekels a month, whatever it is, depending on your health situation. I have to, you know, consult with the insurance broker. But if you're older in your 50s and 60s, that's definitely an added cost we have to take into consideration because that could be a Bigger very cost. big difference. If you either buy or not buy, because um, I have clients in their 60s, it's costing them 1,000 shekels a month for insurances. And obviously, it's a very big consideration. Yeah. Um, if they got a mortgage, how much they got a mortgage and so on. Okay, so continuing on that, let's say somebody is, wants, you know, is looking at buying, purchasing a home before they make Aliyah. They're not yet residents in Israel, um, um, but they, they want to purchase a home in, in the process of making Aliyah. What kind of restrictions should they look at as far as uh, mortgages and, and things to take into to account? So number one, in terms of the financing, assuming you're not an Israeli citizen, they can only get 50% finance, not 75 like an Israeli citizen, only 50%, which is a very, very important factor to factor in. Yeah. Um, then again, we could also use your income from abroad, either from the States or Canada, whatever it is, and use that as income to approve the mortgage. We have many clients we do from abroad. Um, and then using power of attorneys, they give us, we can open an account for them, sign a mortgage, them, do whatever is necessary in Israel to do for them. We take care of everything for them from A to Z and take care of everything here in Israel for them. The main limitation is um, the LTV, the loan value, which a non-Israeli resident can only get up to 50%. 50%, if you are not yeah. Israeli resident, you have to 75%. If you're a non-Israeli resident, it's only 50%, five of Okay. And let's say somebody decides to sell the house or they get an un unexpected inheritance. Uh, for whatever reason, they decide they really want to pay off this mortgage uh, and get, get it off their books. What are some of the consequences of paying off a mortgage early? Can it be done? So, number one, it can't be done. Um, it's not a problem at all. You always, you always prepay or refast whenever you want the mortgage. The only consequence is that if the rates in the market are lower and parts of the mortgage on a fix and long-term variables and so on are lower, when you want to prepay the mortgage, you are exposed to a prepayment penalty. So, for example, you took a fixed mortgage at 4.5% for 30 years. And after five years, you want to prepay the mortgage. The average rate in the market is 4%. So, on the difference of the rates, on that 0.5% difference, there's a calculation that makes snake, but you are supposed to have prepayment penalties. You may, you may have a prepayment penalty if you want to either refinance or pay off the mortgage early, depending on the situation, the rates. Yeah, that makes sense. So you, you've kind of touched on a lot of this, but if, if you would summarize just in short, what are the benefits of using a mortgage broker instead of trying to do this yourself, going, you know, walking into lots of banks, I think many Olim know that that's not a pleasant experience, but if somebody was going to try and compare between using a, you know, a mortgage broker versus versus uh, trying to do this on their own and, and walking into banks, what what would you say the benefits are for using a, a mortgage consultant? So, I mean, I, obviously, I highly recommend. I mean, now that I know the field, I've been here for six years, and I did thousands of mortgages. 
Um, I highly, highly recommend to use a broker. Obviously, somebody you, you, somebody you connect, somebody you trust, somebody you you know want to work with on a personal level. Um, but I mean, the broker has the ability. First, he has an understanding of the banking. He knows how the rates work, how the bank works, how the system works. So he's able to get you the best rates, the best terms, the best structure because he knows how the system works. He's able to negotiate. He knows the way the banks structure. He has a negotiation power. He comes, he comes with many files. He's able to demand um, different stuff from the banks that a regular client can't. Yeah. And obviously, understanding all that, plus all the time it takes to deal with the mortgage that it takes. <laughs> I mean, again, I'm not, I mean, I'm not so familiar with what it is not to do with a consultant, but I mean, I'm assuming it's you have to call them kid, get an appointment for three years from now, take you a few hours to call. I mean, there's so much bureaucracy to take out a mortgage. So by having a middleman to be your representative and helping you throughout the whole process can save you, number one, a lot of time and definitely a lot of money in terms of the rates and the negotiation he can do for you because a broker, a good broker, could get you unbelievable rates, um, from my experience, much better than a regular client can. And therefore, that can save you, number one, a lot of time, which is worth money. And for a lot of money, um, only on the rates, payments, additional fees, and so on, he could help you with that as well. So that's, you know, the, the, I think the advantage of taking a personal, a private broker. Yeah, perfect. Um, thank you so much. This has been really, really informative. Can you uh, right. tell us a little bit more where people can get in touch and, and follow your work and, 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 and connect? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm located in Jerusalem. I have... I have, an, I have a team here in Jerusalem. I have an office in Karen, I sold in Jerusalem. Okay. Um, I have a Facebook page. You can follow me. It's Yoni Hyman, U.S. Michigan Talk. I think, Aaron, you're going to write. Um, yeah, I'll share it. I'll share it on the page for sure. I'll actually show it to my Facebook page. Um, and yeah, uh, my phone number, you'll, you'll give my phone number, my email address as well. If anybody has any further questions, anything else they want to discuss. Obviously, we discussed um, the very simple, easy mortgages. They're always going to be the complicated mortgages. They're going to be the one where the income's from half from abroad, half from Israel, it's not always reported. Yeah. He's at Smaid. There's so many different complications. And sitting with a broker, understanding what you could afford potentially, that could save you so much time. I have many clients say to me, listen, Yomi, this is my situation. What do you think? I say, come back to me in two months. Let's do one, two, three, and let's make it work. Or let's do one, two, three, let's make it work right now. I know how to give them the answers. And they can either help them buy or not. I have many, many clients said to me, listen, you know, there's no way we could buy. We can't sit down with you just to, just so you can tell us no. And after I sat down with them, I understood the numbers behind the people. And um, I put the numbers into my calculations. I tried to do, you know, I maneuvered some stuff around. We were able to approve the mortgage, buy them a house. I mean, I can tell you one private story that I had. It really touched me personally. I really liked the story um, a few years ago. Um, was my one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Um, a few years ago, a client, um, somebody called me on the phone. I say, listen, and I hear on the phone, this, it's it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. And I don't know. <laughs> and I hear you talk, talking to yourself on the phone. I say, how can I help you? So listen, I got a recommendation from a few people. Um, listen, I don't, I don't think you'd help me. I mean, they told me to call you, but there's no way. I said, tell me a story. We sat down for a few hours. We went through all our finances. And sure, sure enough, within a few months, we found her house. I helped her also find a house, and she bought the house. Wow. Obviously, the house also doubled the price since then. I mean, obviously, the home market went crazy. <laughs> and um, I think it was, it was. I mean, more than, you know, my job was also a big mitzvah because I was able to really help them. It was an older couple in their upper 50s that, you know, got hurt financially before, and really, they really need somebody to really hold their hand. Yeah. And what really moved me, I, I, I mean, I do a lot of mortgages. I don't always... Um, get um, have the time to really go to all the kind of cut bite, right? Bite. And I and she said to me, "Listen, you know, it mean a lot to me if you could come to our kind of cut bite." And I walked in, 
and the whole family there, all our kids, she has five or six kids, all her kids, wow. the whole family, everybody clapped her hands, everybody was crying. It was a very emotional thing for me. And I remember she wrote a post on Facebook, a recommendation, and it got to thousands and thousands of people. It got to like, you know, it was a very um, viral post. And I felt very good because not only did I do my job, I really helped a client that had no chance to buy a apartment in Israel, buy a house in Israel, which is a very big accomplishment for me. And that's something really good. That's something, you know, that happened maybe a few years ago. And that story always tells me every time I do something, it's a little bit harder. I remember trying to say, if I could be that person to help that, you know, that couple buy that house, that's where I want to be. And that's what yeah. I do. And I do the best I can really make sure that as many people take the best mortgages and buy as many houses. And I really try to do the best I can to help as many people as I can. Yeah, it's a great, great note to end on and, and really appreciate all this, uh, you taking the time and, and going through all these details. And uh, yeah, um, thank, thank you very much and have a great day. Thank you for inviting